Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining Dorsey Ross on this episode of The Dorsey Ross Show. In this episode, Dorsey interviews another special guest that will give you hope and inspire you. Hey, guys, I just wanted to uh, put an ad in this episode. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. There's a creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And I've I've tried it, and it's e- really easy to do. It's not as complicated or as difficult as you would think it would be. Anchor will distribute your podcast for for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. Download the free Anchor app or go to your Anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining me in another episode of the Dorsey Rock Podcast. Today, we have a special guest with us. He is a good friend of mine. He has the same disability I do, and I want to introduce to you, he is from Plymouth, England. He and I met several years ago on Facebook, and I would like you to introduce to you today, Tom Gardner. Hello, Dorsey. Thank you for having me and for inviting me on your podcast. I'm very, very pleased to be talking with you today. Well, thank you, Tom, for joining me. I appreciate it. I want to ask you a few questions today, Tom. Tell me a little bit about your disability and about what you have faced in your life and what you have had to overcome. Okay, well, I, well, for, for everyone who's listening, I, like Dorsey, was born with APOT syndrome. Um, I was born on the 29th of December 1990, and since then, I've had a number of operations, uh, 22 major ones and 120 minor ones. Out of my life, I, I, I would say the main source not struggle or the main things I've had to try and overcome is to try and um, adapt in doing things differently. Um, for example, when I was well, a baby, my hands were fused. I've been in and out of surgery while I was trying to do my, my school, uh, studying and so forth. I've always had people stare at me, many kids, um, many people who probably aren't aware or see them differently might make them curious. And, uh, but yeah, throughout my life, I've just had to just try and get on with it the best I can. Luckily, I've had support of parents who've helped me run the way. And, yeah, and the main thing I kind of had to try and overcome was with my disability, or with APARTS anyway, uh, was to try and seek employment. Um, but I have had some jobs which have been successful and I've now a um, self-employed gardener. So I've had to carry out different um, licenses and qualifications for this, for example, chainsawing, and, um, which I was I had to sort of that my own way, but luckily that's all worked that well. Yeah, that sounds good, Tom. Now, you said you had 25 
uh, major operations, and what were the minor ones? How many did you have of the minor ones? I had um, 22 major operations, and I think 114, if I remember correctly, minor ones. So that's just little tweaks here and there. So you have almost over or close to 130 operations then, if I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly. Uh, yes, I have, Dorsey, yep. About zero to 29, which is the age that I am now. What were all of operations for, Tom? Uh, and the first one, actually, was to try and break it or break or drill um, my skull because, like with most other babies, their skulls infused. And for like us who have APERTS, um, our, our skulls infused, which means that there's not enough room for your brain to grow. So they had to do numerous head operations right at the time. I've also had numerous bone and skin grafts in my fingers because my hands were webbed when I was born and suck my eyes from being protruded. I still have webbed feet, but I am fine with that because I love swimming. When I was 10, I had my main mid-face surgery done, which was done to win my, my mid-face forward. And you know, I've also had um, numerous... I put it in my face, for example, I said, well, a nose job to try and make it through my nose so I can breathe better. And I had to breathe through my nose as opposed to just my mouth. And uh, I've also had some bone and dual surgery as well. And that is it to date. I am coming up to my last operation. It was supposed to be this year, but for obvious reasons, that would be now postponed to next year, which would be to have uh, the your bone and gum implants in preparation for dental implants. I can relate to what you're saying with some of your operations, especially with the skull and the, the facial operations. And I thought I had a lot of 68 operations, and you're talking, you know, 100 or more operations that you had. Man, that's... That's a lot of, you know, operations and a lot of hospitalizations that you had to face in your life. Was there times in your life when going through these operations that you said, I don't want to do this anymore, that you just wanted to, you know, give up as far as having no more operations? Or did the doctor say, well, you know, you have to have these operations to survive? Right. <clears throat> okay, well, um, I, from, from birth, really, up until about 10 years old, um, these were operations I had to have done and were advised to my mum and dad. Um, so I feel at the time, from what I remember, anyway, it was things that had had to be done in order to try and improve my quality of life. Um, for example, like, like I said, uh, you know, to hopefully make my breathing a bit better and to also make my speak a bit better, which to me as an individual is really, I, I, I seems important. And uh, But throughout the ones from really 11 years old up until... Well, now, 29. Um, these are ones I haven't had to have done, but I kind of wanted to have done. A, to, well, to try and uh, be, improve my 
the parents the best I can be. You know, I'm not going to be 100, percent but still. And uh, with these ones I've just been trying to do, so then I, I, I can try and enjoy well my life a bit more. And but for me, that uh, my my speak is my main thing that I try like to be or try and be confident with. So. These operations have all been mainly on my uh, on my jaw on my teeth, um, just to try and improve this. But I just want to state though that these operations um, I haven't. Well, these operations um, I've chose to have done. I chose just purely for myself, not to try and um, what's the word? Yeah, not not to try and make other people or make society happier or not. Because I'm doing it for myself, and I'm not doing it to try and um, what's right? Yeah, to not I'm not doing it for other people. Basically, just doing it purely for myself because you know we all have the right to do things. So yeah, right. Yeah, you could want to look better, Tom. You could want to look better for that for that woman that you want to marry at some point. <laughs> you know me well, Dorsey. <laughs> no. But um yeah, I mean I, I'm aware that I'm not gonna be obviously like well, you know, like a glamour model or Chan and Tatum, but but hey, I guess we can uh yeah. And I, I I just want to just be confident in myself, which is why um I mean I'm confident anyway in, in general as a personality, but I just want to just yeah, just well yeah, like you said, look. Good. Well, the best I can be anyway. No, yeah, I'm not going to be, yeah. Right. Uh, I, yeah. Do you, have you felt when you wanted to talk to someone over the applicants, have you felt like you were being rejected at times? And why did you feel that you were being Rejected? Was it because of your disability, or was it just because they weren't interested? Um. Well, I think it's a bit fifty-fifty, really. Uh. Now, you know, when I was in school, I guess people, you know, young and some girls coming in too. So, um. Yeah. So in school, or had my teenage life, really. Um. It. Was quite tough. I mean, I well, I just have tried to ask not many, but try and ask a few girls on a date, and I got rejected for like several reasons. A, they either just weren't interested, or obviously had a boyfriend that I didn't know about, which is awkward. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Um, and yeah, but, but I think the worst one I ever had, or the, the yeah, the worst sort of kind of date, I think. I had um I thought it was going out well, but it turns out that um this this girl was doing it for a bet for friends. Uh this was actually in high school or secondary school as you call it over here. But yeah, um but going over or during the past few years, um I, I have been friends with some girls. It's not that I don't feel comfortable speaking to them, so I, I do, but I don't know, I, I, I just Take it by take it by ear, you know, and uh, and hopefully the right women will come along one day. Um, but but yeah, um, at the minute I'm just been focusing on my business, 
and hopefully to eventually move to America, which is when right. I hope to try and meet somebody. Hopefully. And where would you like to move to America? Well, I would love to move to Wilmington in North Carolina, because back in 2012, I did a three-month internship with an environmental organization called Cape Fear Riverwatch. Now, that was a fantastic opportunity for me, and while staying in the city, I was very loved the place. I fell in love with the, the scenery, and uh, the people were great and so welcoming, a lot more welcoming than over, well, some places than over here. And also, I mean, I'd love to try and perhaps work for them in the future, which would be my dream okay, job, nice. and they should have. That'd be awesome, and then we could hang out together more often, hopefully. Yeah, sure. We'll have yeah, to get definitely. like a bachelor pad, and definitely. you know, yeah, cool. And yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that that'd be good. And it'd be, be brilliant to hang out a bit more. So obviously, I'm obviously in the UK. So yeah, that that'd be great. And uh, Oh, well I know you and I, I have talked about, you know, the Rocky movies and talked about that one powerful moment in that Rocky movie where um, Stallone is, or Rocky is talking to his son, and it gives him that, you know, personal, inspirational um, message. What is, what is that message, and why do you live by that statement? Well, the the message, if I'm right in saying, I mean, there might be some Rocky fans listening, so I hope I get this right. Um, is, there's a quote in there, and, and the one that you speak of was, uh, and I quote, life's not about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, I like to try and live by that quote because, like I'm sure many of us, we all have ups and downs, and sometimes that we can try and learn from, try and improve, and keep going forward as a as a positive person. Um, and I've had quite a bit of a roller coaster time in my life, but haven't we all? Um, and so, yeah, I think if in order to, well, for me personally, anyway. You know, in order to gain what my goals, then I have to keep on forward and make an action plan, and yeah, just just keep on keep on being positive and trying to inspire others, um, which I try to do on Facebook, as you know, and yeah, to eventually gain or eventually to live my dream life in America. That is my ultimate goal, right. uh, as well as having wife and kids. You were to give someone that's listening a word of encouragement and inspiration. What would that be? Any of you listeners who may be listening, um, if I was to have one word of encouragement, it would be uh, belief, because I feel it's really important for um, everyone to believe in themselves, no matter how hard or how great the times or what you're going through. And I also believe that any dreams you have, you know, should be made into a reality. 
and also I feel that you know believing in yourself and believing in, in the path you want to take um, is, is really important. And if you have any friends or family, maybe you know who gives you support, that will help too. And I also believe that you know dreams are what goals at this or paths that hasn't come true yet, which will come true in your life if you want them enough. And I believe that nobody or nothing could ever stop you from achieving your dreams. Um, Now, I'm sure, you know, like myself and like hundreds and thousands of people out there, we have all been bullied and teased and made fun of at some point in our lives. What is one of the examples that you can give of the story where you have been bullied and how did you overcome people bullying you? And what would you tell others of how to overcome bullying that they are dealing with? At the time where I was not, it was mainly when I was bullied was when I was in uh, college doing my uh, foundation degree. And during that time, I really used to struggle with um, exams. And I used to, um, well, I was actually, at the time, a couple of years, well, quite a few years ago now, I, I was kind of like bottom of the group. So people used to just take, take it or make fun of me. Uh, not so much because of my parents, but just because, well, um, because I, you know, I was told, you know, that I would never make it or by, by my fellow students um, that, you know, I, I would never be able to make it in life. I'd never be able to try and graduate. And I, I used to get told daily by my course manager that, Tom, I'm sorry, but you've got me to group. We really need to step it up. Otherwise, you'll have to be, end the course. And it's from that time, without that entire time, really, um, I thought, right, you know what? I'm going to prove you guys one. I will graduate. I will get my exam and pass my exams. And, yeah, so I decided, I mean, I've always tried to work hard in education, everyone, but I just struggled through exams. So it was then on in that literally I worked and I worked, and eventually my um, my results came through the posts and I successfully graduated with a degree in environmental science. And so, yeah, so to any, so to come back to your question, uh, for anyone who may be listening, um, if you do get bullied for, for like that reason or for any other reason or for any reason in general, really, just know that at the end of the day, you are the better person and they're the, the, the coward, if you like, because they just, some reason like to pick on weak people. So if you have, I hope you know who is bullied, um, listening, but if you have had experiences of being bullied, then it's important to also know that, you know, you, you can just ignore it, you can rise above it. And also it's always important just to tell somebody, whether that be your teacher, your parents, friends, family member, whoever. And then they, just by telling people, um, especially with experiences I've had, um, it really, really does, does help to get let out. You know, if you bottle it up, that's the worst thing to do. So just, and it, I'm sure everyone has 
lots of friends and family members who are willing to support and obviously be there for you. So, yeah, you're not yeah, alone. Yeah, thanks, Tom. I know that there's the old saying, you know, hurt people hurt people, meaning that, you know, the reason people, you know, bully other people or hurt other people because they themselves have been hurt. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why we have so much bullying and we have so much hurt in the world is because, you know, we ourselves and other people have been hurt as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with your, your point that with the words that's Dorsey, that is definitely uh, true. I mean, yeah, I, I, I couldn't have put it better myself. Tom, as we get ready to end today, if there was one other statement or one other uh, quote that you would want to say to the listeners, what would that be? Now, if I was to have one other statement, it was, if, if I was to have one statement to say to your listeners before we end this, I, I, I believe, or I go by a saying, actually, which I, I saw once and I thought, yes, it's fantastic. And that is, wish it, dream it, do it. And because there's no substitute for hard work. Um, now, what I mean by wish it, dream it, do it is that, you know, if you wish for something and if you dream about it all the time, then you, uh, you can get what out there and you can show the world what you made of, whether you have a disability or not. Um, yeah. And if you can't do what you want, then hopefully you might be able to even inspire others. Um, for me personally, being born of Apex, I, I do try to give some inspiration with certainly in my job for other people of Apex. For example, you can do things just as good as anybody else, maybe a bit differently. Um, but yeah, for example, I, you know, we can use chainsaws and, and stuff like that. And, yeah, I, I certainly tried to do this on Facebook. Anyway, I, I tried to um, give some inspiration and hope um, to families or with kids or parents who have kids with A-parts, um a chance to show that they can do whatever yeah, they want to do. Well, Tom, thank you so much for joining me on this show today. I appreciate you coming on. We'll have to have you back again. and. You know, we'll inspire and we'll encourage others, you know, on the on the next episode as well. And, you know, for everyone that's listening, I thank you again for listening. I would love for you guys to take a look at my website at www.dorsheyross.com. We'd love for you to let others know about this podcast and about this ministry and if you feel like please you know donate to this podcast and I'm also looking to have speaking engagements whether it be through Zoom or YouTube or Facebook especially in today's day and age with um, the pandemic on. I hope you guys have a great day and a great rest of your week Thank you again for joining Dorsey Ross on this episode of The Dorsey Ross Show. Please like, share, and tell others about the show. Also, 
please check out the other podcast episodes. And if you would like, donate to this podcast and buy Dorsey a coffee. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.